0: Hey guys, it's Virgo and Hysteria here. We are and for the second episode. Okay, wait. First, I need to apologize for being so cringe in the first episode. Like, I mean, it was so bad. Wait, me too. I mean, the first episode was not what we expected. But yeah, we tried. Yeah, like my introvert self was like snatching me from behind. And was like, no, please no, please no. But then here we are. Yeah. Speaking In of introverts, episode. yeah. Speaking of introverts, I have a little surprise for you. What? Wait. Yeah, I'm about to be an introvert's worst nightmare. Oh my god! Please don't make me. Like, please don't make me kill you for any reason. <laughs> don't worry, I won't. Uh, so, are you ready for what's coming? Mm, no. So. I'll just spill it out for you. I have a few questions for you. Okay? The rules are, you will answer them from your point of view. Because in the end, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, the first question that I have for you is, how has your school life been as an introvert? Like, from the starting or, like, high school and middle school, everything. Like, from the point where you accepted yourself as an introvert. Okay. So, one thing about me is that I always hated school. Like, there wasn't even one point where I loved going to school. So, like, personally, for me, school was not really what I enjoyed doing. But when I was, like... When I was a little girl, like I didn't do my nursery and I just like jumped onto first standard, which is preschool or primary school, whatever. So that was really really big transition for me. Like for personally, I get anxiety really quickly. So it was a really big and massive transition for me. but I handled it pretty well. Because my mom didn't force me to go to school that often. Because I didn't go to school. Like, let me tell you, I was absent, like, most of the time. So, <laughs> my, my teacher was like, uh, do you hate school? And I'm like, no, no, she didn't ask me, do you hate school? She asked me, do you not like school? And I straight away said, no, I don't. <laughs> and she was so shocked at that point, because she expected... He expected me to say that no it's not like that I like school but I'm just lazy like, no I hate school you tell me to do anything you tell me to get, wake up and do nothing I'll do that you tell me to wake up and go outside I'll do that but I hate school so <laughs> what happened was like in the middle school was pretty bad was like pretty bad I didn't used to interact I didn't fit in it was so bad like Yes, I was the worst part of my life, and it's still going on. The fact that it's still going on is a worst nightmare. Yeah, I mean, the thing about fitting in is all of us have been through that. Like, yeah. we feel we are not people will not accept us and stuff like that, and we just try to fit in, and it doesn't turn out good. Yeah, like growing up, I only had I only used to have one friend in each class, and Like, only one friend. So, like, whenever she was absent and she was absent, I used to sit like that. And, like, everyone thought I was intimidating. Like, I swear I'm not. I just hate coming to school. If you meet me outside, I'll just be, like, sweet as I am. But I still hate interacting with people. So, yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah. So, do you think it would have been any different if you were a little bit of outgoing or you were kind of extrovert or, like, at least an ambivert? I don't think it would have been any different. In fact, I don't think it would be because I personally don't, like, I personally am not, like, against interacting with people as long as they are willing, but willing to talk to me. Like, I'll not go and initiate the conversation for sure. I'll not do that. I'll never, ever do that. Even if he's or she is someone I know, I'll never, ever do that. So... If see like if they come to me and like they initiate the conversation, I will talk to them. It's not like I'll just say like get lost. So you would rather have people come to you because now then you know that they really want to have a conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. But I will not promise you that I will maintain the conversation and I will maintain the relationship. It, I literally ghost people. It's not like something I want to do. But I just don't have the energy yeah. to invest in so many people. So, like the people that are dearest to me is really what I want. and Yeah. Okay. And speaking of the energy too, what according to you is a social battery and how do you recharge it? Okay, according to me, like a social battery is something that you have like a particular energy like you every people have like certain amount of energy that they would like to invest in people like their friend be it their friends or their family Like people have certain amount of energy they would like to invest in them and for me it's literally five percent not even five percent it's two percent like I'll hang out with people for one or two hours and it's done I'm not ready to meet them, uh, like, uh, I'm not ready to meet them unless it's like one week. So, how do you recharge it? Recharge it, it's completely up to the person. For me, I just don't go out. Or even if I go out, I'm on my own, wearing headphones and all. Or I do read books, I watch animes, and I eat my favorite food it's kind of restricted right now but fine <laughs> so like according to me social battery is how much I can give, give people how much I can make them feel comfortable or uh, be in their own space and ensuring that they are comfortable talking with me or any of the social setting that they are in and it does for me it doesn't really just run out that quickly it's it stays there for a while i mean i can interact with people and when i am like feeling low when i think i should like stay back and recharge it i just let everyone know that hey i'm not feeling my best uh would it be okay with you if i just like take a day off or two and if they are chill with i mean almost everyone is chill with it once i tell them okay i'm not up for anything and then i just uh, take my time off i don't uh, usually I talk with anyone just like you or some people who just make me feel like uh, okay I'm accepted and something like that so I just stay and get myself collected and then I'm just out there again making friends and talking with people yeah yeah, I totally get you like I remember going, stepping into my classroom and everything was so chaotic for me because I personally I don't like loud noises and crowds yeah. So it was so chaotic for me, but I like I had one best friend, and like she was my only friend in my class. And yeah. by the time we get, by the time we used to get to the break, my social energy would drain. My social energy would used to go downhill like, so badly. So and uh, she would understand me without saying a word. Like I used to like just sit there, and I would get zoned out so badly. And then yeah. everyone used to come and talk to me as like i was just uh, i was just i used to just do hand gestures like yeah cool yeah okay and then she used to tell them like like she cannot talk right now please don't or like or else she will like burst out or yeah, something so there with someone there with you to tell people that you didn't have energy to talk with them yeah so i didn't used to talk with anyone after my break that's for sure i didn't used to even talk with my teachers even if i knew the answer i would like no i don't know like i straight away say that i don't know it's okay like nobody cares like i don't care literally yeah you just need your time and energy to actually speak so like do people tend to misunderstand you in like any sort of ways because they like fail to see that you are an introvert oh my god this happens to me all the time like all the time i mean people literally think i'm rude like i am not rude like if you genuinely want to talk to me i can understand you know like i know that face that when people genuinely want to talk to me i do talk yeah, to yeah them. That's the vibe yeah i do talk to them if they really want my help I do have that because I know how it feels to live, like how it feels to get left out. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so if they really want to talk to genuinely want to talk to me, I will go and talk to them. It's not a big issue, like it's literally, literally not a big issue, I will talk to them. But then yeah. <laughs> people straight up like, uh, like people straight up think that I'm rude and I'm intimidating just because I don't smile. like. There is no reason to smile. Why would I do that? I if you go and like ask in my class, I literally didn't used to like laugh at any joke my teachers used to make because they were not funny. <laughs> yeah. They were not funny. If you're talking about teachers pet, they used to laugh at any stupid joke teacher used to make and she didn't even used to make jokes. She wouldn't even she wouldn't even laugh at her jokes. And they used to laugh at her jokes, and I was like, "Bro, it's not even funny. Why, why are you like giving, like, giving her hopes?" <laughs> yeah. So like, are there any incidents when you have been pushed out of your comfort zone and it turned out to be good? Like it turned out to be good. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. Is my sixth standard? Okay, like, sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. People used to tell me that I really have a good singing voice. I don't know why. I still don't know why. Because okay. I totally hate my voice. And like when I listen to my voice, I feel like puking. Like, bro.
1: <laughs> and this
0: podcast is the only. That is the only way of communication that we have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. Which is that. an irony. And the fact that I edit this and I have to hear it every time, like, just makes me want to faint. <laughs> I bet you will be skipping skipping your part. Yeah, I when will. When you edit it, I will. I will. I will. <laughs> so in the sixth grade, I literally I got an opportunity to sing on the stage, like to sing on stage in a inter school competition. Okay. So. Uh I uh back then I used to tell my mom everything that uh, that happened in school. So I went to my mom and told mom they are taking auditions for this and that and she said you should totally give it a shot and I was like, You really think that because I hate my voice and all and I was totally not confident at that time. Yeah. I still am not. But that's another thing. Yeah. So my mom so yeah, you end the- up winning? Yeah, yeah, I did win a trophy. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Thank you. That was really unexpected. (laughs) But then I went on the stage. I was so nervous. My hands were trembling. Everyone could see it. Like, my hands were trembling. Literally, my legs were shaking. I was sweating. But then I did something. But the fact that there were only two students and I won the first prize and she won the second Mm, that might be a faulty system, I'd say. Yeah, that is. Also, like, what is the one thing you, you could have done different? Or are there things you wish you could change about everything that you did and you just go back and think and be, okay, I should have done that different? Okay, one thing I regret most is giving myself enough opportunities like uh like everyone said like I was good at singing maybe I should have tried singing so I should maybe I should have tried it so I could have gotten better into it but then again I don't feel that's something I'm good in but i really wished i could do that and then again i really wished i there was like some kind of way where school taught you how to be confident like there is like one thing that's called standing up for yourself and i can do that it's yeah it's really not an introvert's personality has... trait but it is something which everyone should have yeah so I will stand up for myself even if that means to like do anything like speaking up in front of crowd I would do that but that is another thing and doing something that you're not confident in that is another thing and I wish I was thought that because I certainly am not good at many things Just because I lack self-esteem. And that's the thing I wished I had told my childhood self. That it's okay if you go into certain things and fail. There are many opportunities ahead. You just have to go in and try. Like, take that workshop. Like, do that art. To enroll in that art competition. Do whatever you want. And what would be the one thing you'd like to tell our listeners? Okay, that's pretty complicated. So, the one thing I want to tell my listeners is that I know that, like, the schools are starting. I don't know when. Like, Like, it's different for everyone. But even if you even if you think you cannot cope with it, even if you think you're gonna fail, even if you think you're not worth it, it's false. You go, okay, you're worth it of it all. And you're not alone. It's okay. It's okay if you fail. It's okay if you do not, if if things do not go as you intended it to be. Because in the end, you're worth it. At the end of the day, that you like, and at the end of the day, you survived. That's all that matters. Because I can tell that it's hard for certain people to get up from their bed. And if you do that, you're an, a hero. Literally, there's so much more to life than school and marks, and what people tell you yes there is i mean for me for everyone out there who thinks that this is the kind of race and you have to finish it it's not a race you have your own pace you can just take a one little step forward and if you can just do it 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 is all worth it because something is always better than nothing that's what i keep telling myself to push myself forward yeah, and even if you fail, even if you do, you can start it again. It's not an end of life. It's not the end of your life. That's and it's never too late to try again. Yeah, you have so much more to life. There's so much more you have not seen. You have not met your friends. You have not met. You have not seen your favorite, your favorite art gallery. It's so, so worth it like you you have so much strength to do that and I know because I personally suffer from many mental health issues and I know that you're worth it you are you guys are literally and maybe you might not feel like you have the strength but you know you do get out of your bed and that's the strength we are talking about yeah well, it's been a really great conversation. I had no idea how it was going to turn out, but it it is really great. Even you know, I had no idea. Actually, I was so scared. Because what the thing we have talked about today, I never thought we would actually do it. Yeah, exactly. I even was, I was on the verge of like shedding a tear. It is because we have end. been through all of it all of us have been through that certain stage where we just wanted someone to tell us that and okay. now we are here and it's it always has been even if there is no one if you think there is no one out there for you you have us, you have yourself and and it's enough you're worth all of it yeah. you'll always have yourself you'll always have yourself like even if you don't feel, like just go, go towards the mirror and just say to yourself that, uh like just say to yourself that you will be there for me, right? And 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 reply back will always be there. That yes, I will be there for you forever. Yeah. So I guess we'll keep it short because we really don't want you guys to be bored. Yeah, exactly. And that's it this is the wrap for the second episode your suggestions are welcome I got we got a pretty much few bunch of suggestions which we are planning to make uh, episodes on yeah and it's always open go follow our Instagram page would you like to give it a shout out yeah our Instagram page is called unbothered podcast you can just go and search it it's literally in our Spotify too you can go and follow us and hit us up if you have any suggestions or if you want to rant about anything. We yeah, are always open. And over and out. See yeah. you next time. Bye. We love you. We love you all.